0: Hi everyone! Today is March 17th, 2018, and you are tuning in to episode 55 of Hungry Gaming Podcast. Before we begin, there is some housekeeping. Please remember to check out our main website, www.hungrynetwork.com. There you can find all of our latest episodes, and you can subscribe to make sure you never miss a beat or we have to say. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and other affiliate podcast services by simply searching Hungry Gaming Podcast. If you have something to say, comment, recommendation, anything, join the jury by liking our Facebook page and tweeting us at Hung jury gaming Podcast. Hey guys, what's up Mondos here? I am here to tell you guys all about your gaming news this week. I know, I know. I'm uploading in the middle of the week. The uploading has been sporadic and I believe I owe you guys an explanation. I apologized in our last episode. But this time, I really do have an explanation. I've just recently started my bar prep studying. For those of you who are not aware, I just finished law school and I'll be taking the bar this July. What this means for me is a lot of hours put into studying. Not much time left for gaming and adulting, though. However, I love doing this. I really do. I love talking to you guys so much and I am here to make the time somehow to to get these episodes out to you. Unfortunately timing is an issue as I might as I might have some days with less time than others but I promise to try my best to release by Mondays and if that won't work I will at least make sure to release an episode once per week it might sound ambitious on my end given my schedule but I also want to try and include some mini episodes throughout the week maybe lessen the load on the weekly episodes and have more specific games or topics oriented episodes shorter in length of course but spread amongst the week that way you guys can pick and choose which topic you want to hear rather than sit through an hour or something of some general topics. I'll also try my best to have the weekly show include another host, so there is more of a conversation, but I digress. For those of you who have remained on the jury bench, thank you guys so much. I promise to make these conversations as entertaining as possible while giving you a little bit of info into the gaming world. Now, with our first bit of news, I think Blizzard has a great track record of having somewhat enjoyable games. I may not play all of them, I'm looking at you all, but the games they have released are polished and have little to no actual performance issues. I should say that this may be attributable to what seems to be Blizzard's strict performance quality assurance methods, but they seem to care about not only making a great game, but making an experience generally free from FPS drops, stutters, and just overall performance issues. Furthermore, some of these games can run on bare-bones hardware, making them accessible to those who are running low-end computer specs. I was skeptical at first when Bungie joined Blizzard's Battle.net ecosystem, particularly because this marked the first time that a non-Blizzard-published game was joining in. I was like, I really hope this works out. But I was also a little hopeful, because if Destiny was was allowed to join such an ecosystem, then hopefully instead of worrying that Destiny would not meet Blizzard's standards, I also considered Destiny might be elevated to meet those standards. And in fact, that was the case. Although Destiny didn't meet the hype over its content and storyline, The game is arguably polished, minus some server issues here and there. The game has infrequent bugs and it performs at a solid 60 frames per second with little to no stutter. So, with that said, I'd like to bring this little bit of news to you guys. I just received an email, no lie, I received it about an hour ago, that we'll be having another addition to the Battle.net ecosystem. It seems Activision is shifting, not the only the most probably arguably controversial franchise for most competitive players the call of duty franchise out of the steam and the microsoft store and into battle net it'll be sitting right there next to destiny and all of its blizzard published siblings this is an interesting shift the call of duty franchise for the most part isn't really a popular series among pc players Most competitive players seem to gravitate towards the console version rather than the PC platform. I'm not really sure why this happens or why players prefer console or PC, but that's the observation I've made. So could this be Activision's way of pushing PC-only players to play Call of Duty? I don't know. Rather than market the game itself as a PC-friendly game, they're packaging the entire game in a way that players associate the franchise on PC with other great titles. I'm not sure if this is what Bungie was playing on when Activision put Destiny on Battle.net ecosystem, but Destiny was solely on console prior to Destiny 2. By the way, for those of you who are new here, I don't really like to refer to Destiny 2 as Destiny 2, since most Destiny players have come to the conclusion, arguably not necessarily a factual truth, that Destiny 2 is simply an expansion to Destiny 1. It just required players to reset all their stats, buy a full price game with full price expansion pack, but whatever, I digress again. Having Activision shift Black Ops 4, which is the particular game that the Call of Duty series will start pushing into the battle ecosystem, battle net ecosystem, is an interesting shift. What this my original thought with this was, hmm, so are they pushing it to the PC like I like I just said right now? Are they trying to maybe kind of, like, create this, like, you know, very closed ecosystem where all of Activision's games are going to start living in. Because um, up until now, it's only been Blizzard's games, and now we're we're start to see, you know, Destiny 2 is in there, and now we're going to see a Call of Duty game. And it's interesting. I'm not sure if this is, if we're supposed to take this as a way of saying, hey, Black Ops, we're trying to, like, push this game now to the PC the, the PC audience over the console audience or they're trying to maybe get some market share there. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't I'm not really sure what's going to happen with this move. All I do know is that my original worries with Destiny are kind of shifted now to Black Ops 4 with the said with you know with the ideas. I really hope Black Ops 4 when it does release, I think it's October 12th. Of, uh, of this fall when it does release I hope it releases in a state that that complements what I believe Blizzard's quality assurances are um, you know the game has no bugs it's free of stutter performance it's can play on low end hardware for the most part um, we'll see we'll see I'm, I'm excited Whatever Activision's reasons are to bring in Black Ops to battle, Nat, I'm sure many of us will at least be tempted to see how this new introduction to the ecosystem will play out. Now, on a related piece of news, not necessarily something groundbreaking, but it is news, PC gamers reported that Black Ops 4 zombies will take you to the Titanic and ancient Rome. There is a trailer that seems to confirm this, and it also seems to hint at some sort of time travel molded into a storyline which will have our zombie fighting heroes jumping through time. So this would explain the displacement in ERA. There will be three different campaigns and players will be able to tweak those campaigns to alter the characteristics of zombies such as speed, health, weapon damage, and more. Cool. Not sure if I plan to be excited over this. I hate to sound like an old gamer Scrooge, but the OG Nazi zombies still take a place in my gamer heart, which no other subsequent iterations have been able to replace. It seems these zombie modes are becoming more complex and less horde mode, shall I say. There was something cozy and awkwardly mesmerizing Of just hunkering down and trying your best with the little resources you had. Oh, and pray you're in the ray gun too. Uh, But I'll keep my opinions close to my chest until I see more from this next version. Although I seem to always fall into buying every Call of Duty game, I never seem to enjoy the experience for the length of time I should. I only seem to play it for a few weeks and then I never pick up the game again. It's kind of like they go into some sort of gaming purgatory to never die but never be resurrected. So that's pretty much where that stands for me. So, let's see what's next. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, now I'm going to go off the rails a bit. Tell you guys a little bit about some games I think you guys should consider picking up. Maybe there's some sort of discount or something you should be aware of. Um, Not really sure uh, if you guys are interested in this list. But I think it's good to at least know that this is something. So, first off, uh, Humble Bundle has Destiny 2 for $12. Uh, For those of you who are not aware Humble Bundle, they... Bundle? Ooh, who would have thought? They bundle games together. Uh, sometimes it's it kind of acts like a loot crate type system where you pay $12 a month and you receive a package of games that are guaranteed to be more than $12. Yeah, I guess. They they seem to be... Sometimes the games are really, really far indie for my taste and then sometimes they're uh, AAA but that's the only game you really do get. The rest are kind of like no names. Try and play all of them. I do. I really try to touch, you know kind of go in and play and try it. Uh, but some some of those games just don't really appeal to me. However, some of the AAA games or some of the good, well-known indie games that are released through this make the $12 worth it anyways. So you're usually just paying $12 to get a game on discount and then the added benefit of those all mini, you know, the some of those smaller side games, yeah, they're just pluses for me. But with this month, uh, if you go into Bundle. You pay the 12 bucks. There's really no recurring system. There is a... You pay maybe like the whole year, but you could also just pay the month. And there's... there's The real discount for paying the full year is just, you get one month free. So you, you save 12 bucks, which is fine, I guess. Um, sometimes it's just easier to not, you know, just pay the monthly and then don't pay one month if you see that the game suck or whatever. And whatever. You save yourself the 12 bucks there. Uh, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So this month is destiny. There's really no way to know what the uh, additional games are, but it is destiny for 12 bucks. It does not include the expansion pack. Keep that in mind. So if you pay 12 bucks and expecting the full game, you do get the full vanilla game, but you still need to cash out for the, the full expansion, which we're already by the second expansion. So anybody who's paid for the season pass, you've gotten your, arguably your money's worth and you'll have to cash in for the next expansion. So that's that. Also, I actually picked up this game when it first came out for a pretty good discount, and that was Prey. Prey is currently for I think it's 15 bucks. Let me see. Let me confirm this. Yeah, uh, it's 15 bucks on PlayStation 4, 19 on Xbox One, and $20 on PC. I'm getting this information from gainspot.com, by the way, for any of you who like want sources. That is those are the numbers I'm getting right here. If you if you haven't played this game i recommend you do it's not really it was really under hyped and i think it got a lot of i'm not gonna say trash talked on you know it it didn't really it didn't get the love it deserved it was a good game it's it's a fun game it's kind of like if i had to do a cross it would be bioshock cross with dead space really that's kind of what you know the vibes i get from it so, it is a good game. And for 15 bucks, it really is a steal. I mean, I remember I picked up for 15, $17 Deus X, and I still think that wasn't worth it. But this game is worth it. $15 uh, it definitely is worth it. Pick it up. If you're on Xbox, $19. I, I think the, even PC, $20 is still worth it. You'll enjoy it. Definitely worth your time and money. Uh, for those competitive players here, you probably already own this game. But if you don't, or if you're curious to... Jump into this game. Uh Rainbow Six Siege is having a free weekend. I definitely recommend jumping in on that. Uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, the game is normally let me check here on Steam for you guys. Let me just see. Normally it's oof. Right now it's running at so I think the starter pack, because it says normally 14.99 is not normally 14.99, but it says here Uh, that Tom Clancy, Rainbow Six Siege is running at $10. That's not a bad deal. $10 $10 is not bad. Play the free version. Uh, If you're testing out, if you want to see your computer can run it, do that. Uh, If you just want to try the game, do it. It's not a bad game. However, I do recommend if you're not a person who likes to play with uh, randoms, make sure you have four other uh, friends who play this game because my... My experience with this game is that the community could be kind of toxic. If you either are new to the game, you're learning the map, you're learning the meta with different operators. Uh, The people can tend to be pretty nasty about it. So if you don't have four other players, try and find people that you feel comfortable with playing. Or if you don't give a shit about that and just want to jump in and play with randoms and take the dirt, that's cool too. I I, I admire that type of tenacity. Tenacity. Uh, I can't do it. I, I just can't. I can't play with people like that. Uh, but that's it. That's Rainbow Six, $10. I'm not really sure if there's anything else that I'm missing here. I'm, I'm going to try and do this uh, at least once a week or at least once every time I see a big sale going on that I think you guys should jump in on. Just, you know, kind of like consider. But I think this is a pretty good one. I'm I'm seeing here 19.99 for the full game for Rainbow Six. So I think that $10 one was the starter pack, which contains... If I'm not mistaken, it starts off with like only three operators or something like that, and you're not able to progress as quickly as those who have paid the full price. The difference is 10 bucks. I highly recommend just getting the full game over the starter pack. The full game, it won't get you all of the operators at once, but it definitely opens you up to the possibility of getting them at a better rate than the, old, than the starter pack. So guys, I promised a short episode, and this is that. I try to focus on... You know, predominantly some of the main stories that we got this week. I know, I'm sure I missed a ton of news. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying my best to kind of balance out my my schedule. Uh, I'm gonna try and release. So I'm releasing this episode the day you're hearing it. I'm gonna release. I think like maybe like an hour or two after I've recorded. So you guys, you guys are listening to this fresh off the oven. But I'm, I'm planning on also doing another episode this upcoming week, and it'll be focused on Infinity War. Uh, if you haven't, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, I'll, I'll see if maybe like the, you know, the conversation, we can maybe like put it half non-spoiler, the first half non-spoiler and the second half spoiler. So that way you guys can kind of join in if you haven't seen the movie, but I also want to talk some spoilers because that ending is worth talking about. So that's the end of this episode. It was kind of mini, right? I promised it was short. This will probably be the same layout that I'll be doing for the mini, mini episodes. Like the ones that are hyper focused on one topic. I tried to be a little more spread out this time since it is the first time I'm doing this, but hopefully with the mini episodes it'll work with my schedule better. Don't forget that this is supplementary to the main the main weekly episodes I plan to continue to push out. I know I've been I haven't been posting those. They will be posted. I'm trying to get episodes posted every week at least once a week and these mini episodes kind of jump in every now and then for you guys to kind of just pick through thank you guys so much for listening if you guys have any comments a like a dislike leave those comments on itunes on podbean they're incredibly helpful the more comments i get the better i can tailor these episodes for the audience for you guys, for those of you guys listening, uh, it really is beneficial to both of us. So that way, you're not wasting your time listening to things you might not want to listen to. And I'm tailoring my content. Not necessarily, I'm not changing my material because I am talking about things I'd like to talk about. But I want to also include things that you guys want to hear as well. You know, just kind of create a conversation. It's not only just me talking to you. I want I want feedback. I want a full, you know, what is it? Bilateral conversation. So guys, thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you guys next week.